Hey there, everyone. This is Cass with SCNS Live. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to check out the video version of this, you can check it out on YouTube. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, all at SCNS Live. Thank you so much and enjoy the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome to our new episode of the Super Cool Nerd Show, SCNS Live. Yeah, Happy buddy. National Video Game Day to all you guys out there in the Super Cool Nerd Nation. We're glad you joined us tonight. My name is Jason the X, the lady over here. I'm Kat. He doesn't do this show alone. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> I stopped with the phrase and then you bring it up again. Yeah. Wrong. What was the phrase? Almost like I don't do this show by myself. I mean, I've been trying new stuff, like, you know. Not being obnoxious? No, oh. Not that. Fair enough. Always. It wouldn't be Jason the X without. Introduce your damn sales. I'm the Malcolm in the middle of the show. Hello? <laughs> I I yeah. Once. I haven't. Uh, I'm Cass. Hello. And I'm Rick. Hi. And back behind the board, rested recuperator from her vacation, it's Cork. Hello. I'm back where I belong. You belong behind the that's so mean. Pouring drinks. Oh, really? Right? Yes. Oh, that's me. Is yes. it me? Yes. Because you me. knew this was going to happen. Knew what, was so, what, what, what happened, Jason? What happened, Jason? Oh, oh, well, let me, let me, uh, it, it, it might be a secretive one out there, but one of my hate, most hated things are GoBots and the other spam. And someone put a mysterious envelope in the mailbox that had this. In there, <laughs> yum. What's that? And then you follow me on social media. You may have seen a video where I was a bit upset <laughs> because someone got one over on me, and I didn't know who. It seems like a vast overreaction. Everybody gets spam. Yeah. <laughs> oh, got him. But you know, every great villain mm. is always brought down by a bumbling buffoon. Oh. And our own core was brought down by her own lackey as well. Which, go ahead, please, go through the, uh, the motions. <laughs> okay, so I've had this spam single in my possession for two months. And I had this plan for just about as long. At first, I was going to hide it around his house, but then I knew I would be a target. So I decided to put it in an envelope and then put the envelope in the mailbox. And that's what I did. And he didn't suspect a thing. He wasn't even outside. He was busy filming alternate heads. So I had the perfect opportunity. A friend of mine and I were going to be going to the Ikea nearby. So we just drove by and did a drive-by mailing. It was great. <laughs> she and even did crappy handwriting and misspelled my name to throw me off. I had yep. no idea. How many? Yep. How did she misspell your name? What was the? She put two L's in there. I did. But that's all right because I'm handling an L right back. That's uh, right. Also, public service announcement: If you are an aspiring villain out there, ensure that your thugs, lackeys, and/or minions have been properly vetted because that may end up with you doing a dime in uh, what is what's so? 
what's the Batman uh, prison? Arkham. Not Arkham, not Arkham. Oh. Black Blackgate. Blackgate. Might have you doing a dime in Blackgate when they give you up to the real hero. Anyway. Are you sure it's Blackgate and not those little pump, those little jailhouses that you see at the pumpkin patch? Because yeah. I feel like that's what she deserves. Why are you making you incarceration the, the picture, cute? The, your little like six year old and they look sad. We gotta put her in a little stripy hat. Yeah, yeah. 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 No. Oh, okay. Anyway. I tried. While she did not fully execute her plan, I'm gonna admit. I'm gonna right now. I was pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> it had no postage on it. So I was like, I can't get revenge, which was the worst thing. I couldn't do anything about it. He was losing his mind for a couple so, of days there. Kudos, it was great. Kudos. Um, you know, you, you you didn't get it all, but damn it, you got some. Okay. I, I got the I, reaction. I, That's I, mostly what I, I wanted. I salute you. Thank you. My revenge will be horrible. Anyway. Yeah, I figured. With I, all that said, let's kick it off with some super cool nerd news. On the Super Cool Nerd News, we regret to inform you that the loss of our board operator, Cora, she, oh, I'm sorry, that's next week's headline. <laughs> Ooh, okay, that's so, so sorry yeah. about that. Premeditated. So, the iPhone 11 will be making its, is it, it's not out just yet. But uh, some specs release puts it pretty much uh, a good rival for the S10. While the processor is about the same as the last iPhone, the screen is smaller, but the battery life on, on the iPhone will give you more than the Samsung 10 uh, and the new Note that just came out. But all that's unimportant because the three cameras on the back are apparently freaking people the fuck out. There's a one F-bomb. There's my one. So, uh, trypophobia, people who are scared of holes and things, um, especially should that holes be in skin, are apparently triggered. I don't know how much of this is a joke and how much is just, you know, people, you know, actually freaked out. Honestly, some of the images that people have been putting up are way worse than just three cameras in a triangle form, in a pyramid tr- uh, formation on the back of the phone. Also, the cameras are just as comparable to the uh, S10. I'm jealous. Anyway, I... Are you jealous because we don't have massive security leaks with it? Or because you can see from the Apple logo what our logo is? Or, you know, also no. because the cameras are better and the processor's better and I the mean, that's real. closed garden system so. no, actually no. is working out for them? Fake news. No. <laughs> can, I ask, no. can I ask a legitimate question? What What are the three cameras for? Um, uh, I, I read about it. I don't know. Let's... Basically, so this is what it is, okay? Okay. So they're going to give you, uh, basically, the way these cameras work now, and I assume, I actually haven't read about them, but the way that cameras work now to give you depth of field in things like portrait mode is by building kind of an alternate, like, background that they then use the, it's like CGI models for the background that they then put on a very shallow depth of field. Okay. It could be... For that also, because HDR photos are one underexposed, one overexposed, one perfectly exposed, and then combined. Right. And that's what HDR mode does. I'm assuming that these will do all three at once. 
Nice. Instead of in rapid succession. Thanks, actual Apple, you know, person. Hey, I'm not, no, I'm not, I'm not even clowning. The Apple, the iPhone 11 looks pretty solid. Genuinely, I don't like it. Dual 12 MP ultra wide and wide cameras, two times optical zoom out, portrait mode with advanced bokeh. Yeah. yeah. And uh, there's going to be a night mode. Don't forget about the smell of vision mode. Yeah. I mean, there is the, the, the whole fastest chip thing. It's comparable to everything that's out there. It, you know, it's not that much better. Um, but, you know, it doesn't... My thing is it doesn't seem that much different from the last iPhone. But it has three cameras. They actually... That's what they tend to do. They'll do one that looks way different and has more, like, features, kind of. And that one is not as big a hard hardware upgrade as the ones in between so like the next one will look essentially the same but will actually those are the ones that early adopters people like me jump on the next one not this one do you know the current iphone does 4k recording it can yes okay the the new one's going as well um... i mean the, the it's not worth it for the amount of memory that yeah. it sucks up but it yeah. can it can yeah, yeah. I will say out of the models they're offering, the lowest gray one actually is the cheaper out of all of the the Galaxy phones and the iPhones. It is the, uh, their lowest grade is the cheapest. I think it's like maybe 50 to 100 bucks cheaper. So, hey, that's, that is something to consider. These things do get quite expensive. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Anyway, that's my story. Cora! Oh, why did you choose me? All right. Because this is ridiculous. <laughs> Okay, so as no one is shocked, I'm a big fan of dating sims. And so when this passed by my radar, I felt like we all needed to know because, well, actually, let me ask y'all the question. Okay. Do y'all like KFC? I love KFC. No. Eh. Finger looking good. Those are the three answers. Jason? Jason? I'm really more of a Popeye's person. Ah, I see, I see. So you like what you can't have. Well, I like the I like the grilled chicken there. Well, for some of you, this game may be just up your alley because we have I love you Colonel Sanders, a finger licking good dating simulator. Ew. <laughs> this was announced yesterday. We do have we do have a release date of September 24th. Wow, really? Yeah, September 24th. <laughs> I will be getting this game. And I just want to read to you guys some of the features in this game. You have nine lovable characters. You have multiple hours of playthrough. You have dateable Colonel Sanders, so you can date the Colonel. I mean, look at that kiss. A secret ending. Secret. You also have secret recipes. Double Everybody's wanted that. Cooking battles. Battle battles. Earn a degree from a fictional culinary school. 11 herbs and spices. Cute miniature food. And officially created by KFC. Oh, really? This is officially made by KFC. I've got a friend that's cosplayed that Colonel Sanders. Which and is amazing. After I, we call him Daddy Sanders. Yeah. <laughs> After I earn that fictional cooking degree, can I then get a job at a fictional real place of employment 
Well, I mean, you'd be qualified to work at KFC with a fictional. I, I think literally <laughs> all of us at this table are qualified to work at KFC. No offense. I think we're all qualified to work at KFC. I None would... of us worked in the food industry, so yeah. <laughs> I will say that one of the things is that you like partner up with Colonel Sanders to open up other KFCs or open oh up KFC, like open up a restaurant. So you get to marry, you get to date Colonel Sanders. She almost said marinate. No, yeah. I almost said marry, but That's marinate also works. But you Don't get to date him and then open a KFC. So this is a guaranteed play. For, oh uh, yeah, your teacher is a corgi. Like what's a his name? Wait, what? Um, Professor Dog. Oh well, <laughs> stupid me for asking. Dog. Yo, dog. Can I get today off? Hey, put that respect in his name. <laughs> Mister. <laughs> professor. professor. He didn't go to school just for you to call him Dog. <laughs> I like, wouldn't have to. Legitimately, this is so ridiculous that it's amazing. Oh yeah. Uh, no word on price yet, but if it follows in the same vein of others that have been on Steam, it'll be about like ten bucks. So we'll see. Nice. Halo in the chat says it's free. It's gonna be free. That's what Halo says. Oh no! Oh, I don't want to call her out. Like what a bargain! I don't know if she... <laughs> let me let me just say right now, if this thing is free, like I was already gonna buy it, but now I need it. I mean, as free as me. Yeah. Kat, what do you have for us this week? Something better than that. <laughs> oh. Yeah. No, not, not, but just as ridiculous. So Death Stranding. Yep. Oh. So for <laughs> the last, what, like nine months, we have been looking at previews and pictures and stuff of Death Stranding going, what the F is this game? What are you doing it? What is it for? Uh, it's, uh, Kojima's newest whatever it is starring Norman Reedus and they released at uh, the Tokyo Game Show a playthrough of one of the missions so now we sort of kind of get it a little bit so here's the the DL you're playing Sam Bridges who's Norman Reedus and he's on a coast-to-coast -coast trek across the ruined United Cities of America or UCA no idea creating strands that link divided humans together. I don't know how you create them. Anyway, the baby, the baby is BB, which is not shorter and is just as hard to say, but whatever. It's BB. <laughs> it's short for bridge baby. It's a fetus in an artificial <laughs> womb that allows him to see BTs, which are beached things. Beached things are supernatural monsters from other dimensions who are rampaging the UCA and you have to avoid or destroy them and then strand your people together with the BB that you carry. Makes sense? Great. I thought you said that we learned what it was about. <laughs> That's... Never it on. is not less confusing after like a mission worth of playthrough and what's going on it's still like okay but like and now i'm concerned if you play through the game does it get less confusing your missions are clearer but like as most, what's going most, on it's most likely like, i mean you don't you want people to get this game and you want people to like play it so they and as it goes you, get, you don't want to give it all away i guess right off the bat i don't feel like someone's going to be watching me play this game so how do you like it i don't know you know, like, that'll be my answer for everything. How was it? 
but like horror games and horror movies fall into this weird thing sometimes where horror where horror where you play or watch or whatever and at the end you're like what happened i don't know I'm not sure what happened i don't know what do you guys what do you guys think i mean i i know he explained it i'm still just like just because you explained it doesn't mean it makes any sense. And also, the words bridge baby should not be <laughs> I am not comfortable with hearing this word. <laughs> His ankles need to be tilted. You know, yeah, bridge baby. I looked away from the, from everything happening for a half second. I thought you were talking about the baby. No. His ankles need to be I, tied I, I'm together. Just like, okay, never have I just been this excited for a game that I just am so confused over. You have been mystified at beach things. Yeah. Well, we saw those. We we kind of, you know, they're they're a threat, you know, of some sort. I'm just not sure. I want this game. (laughs) I mean, it's working, right? All of this kind of confusion, it's working. Most people that I know still want to play the game, so. But was that because of, like, details that have come out or no, is that it's because, because of who's norman it. reedus and kojima made a game together mostly norman reedus and kojima made a game so okay that's fair isn't guillermo de toro involved in this game too yep yep so. guillermo de toro and mads mickelson are also involved also that chick from mission impossible yeah which one i think that yeah, was a really you know what no, made the deciding fun. factor that girl that from chick from James Bond. Either James Bond or Mission Impossible. No. It never mm-hmm. it never was any of that. Norman Reedus's face looks like Norman Reedus's face, which yeah. is kind of weird to me. How much it looks yeah, like. Yeah, the Uncanny Valley has been reached here. I love well, I mean, we've been sitting that there for a while. Going to be amazing or not. Yeah. He looks more <laughs> like Norman Reedus than Norman Reedus's character in The Walking Dead. That's though. true. And that's and weird. We will have Norman Reedus for many more decades after this. Just preserved as so. Oh, yeah. Hey, just we're gonna have Keanu Reeves and Wayne that one game, the yeah, 2077 yeah, yeah, that one, or 2077. Yeah. Unless nice. they don't update it, I know because video games are going the way of old TV shows, and that, like, yeah, no pres- preservation. Anyway, that's all I got. I might play it. It looks weird, it's real weird. Uh, Cass, what do you got? Hey, so um, if you enjoy J.J. Uh, Abrams' work, then you might have to turn to Warner Media to keep getting it. Uh, his company, his production company, Bad Robot, has signed a deal with Warner with Warner Brothers for five hundred million dollars. Um, this deal will uh, come into effect, I would assume, in twenty twenty, because it has to come into effect after the rise of Skywalker. Um, obviously, he produced that as well as uh, directing it. So him and his wife, Katie McGrath, uh, are the leaders of this company. Katie McGrath is not the girl from Supergirl. This is a different Katie McGrath. Um, and apparently they are married. I didn't actually know that. Uh, damn Hollywood and the not changing names. I don't care. This uh, They will create uh, television games, digital content, movies, all of that uh with an exclusive deal with Warner Brothers. Um, they have entered into deals with Warner Brothers before. A uh, person of interest was produced for Warner Brothers and was produced by Bad Robot. So this isn't like unprecedented them working together, but this is an exclusive deal. 
Um, this actually comes after earlier this year, uh, Warner Brothers signed a $400 million deal with Greg Berlanti, who you might recognize from the CW uh, <laughs> shows producing all of the CW shows now. Um, anything connected with the DC universe, which obviously is a Warner Brothers property. So um, they're actually kind of getting their stuff together. They also announced, obviously, HBO Max uh, as a Warner Brothers thing. So presumably a lot of this bad robot uh, content will be released on HBO Max, which is a bummer for those of us who don't have HBO and wanted to watch anything done by J.J. Abrams in the next five years. But if only there was another way. <laughs> oh, there he is. Drink up, be hearty, yo ho! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, then we're all going back to being pirates. Hey. Yo ho, go, yo ho! A pirate. We warned you about this. So yeah, uh, they're uh, it's another feather in Warner Brothers' cap, which I feel like they need since their cap is kind of fading away as of late. They're they're trying to come up against the mouse. Yeah, which is scary at this point. No spam is not here, Joe. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's me that is it's a very condensed i suppose story jj needs work it's a little heavy but yeah yeah jj abrams is gonna mm -hmm. run out of work mm -hmm. make him make justice league seriously seriously give me the yep. snyder cut give me the snyder cut i need the snyder cut let's just move forward momoa wants the snyder cut therefore i want the snyder cut let's exactly. just move forward what you got Universal owned the dark universe, right? And it imploded after the failure that was the 2017 Tom Cruise mummy movie. Sorry. Right? Not yeah, good. I forgot about that. Right? All right. That's not a good sign. No. Well, the young man who worked as a tour director, as a tour guide at Universal Studios, has grown up. Uh, to direct Bridesmaids, um, the Ghostbusters movie from two or three years ago. Brides. Uh, Great movie. Yep, yep. He's directed a bunch of episodes of The Office. So hey. you may you may know uh, Paul Feig. So uh, he's got a movie called Last Christmas coming out soon. Um, he is set to write and direct a movie called Dark Army. It's going to be an original a piece that he's making with existing Universal Monster classic characters along with characters he's going to create is the word that is being uh, said by deadline. Uh, so uh, the guy who calls himself the world's biggest MST3K geek is set to make a serious horror movie, a action comedy horror movie we really don't know what he's going to make you but me an original yeah right so this is going to be um something that may or may not be connected to the invisible man which is a movie that is uh, in pre-production uh by the co-creator of saw and insidious uh, i believe the man's name is lee Wanell, who is set to direct the invisible man so Universal is trying to get some stuff going with the classic monsters and some original characters with uh, Paul's production of the Dark Army. Um, 
it should be interesting to see what happens. I, you know, I'm not sure what to expect, but uh, you know, Paul hasn't really commented. Uh, they don't. There's um, nothing that I can tell you directly from Paul other than what's been, uh, you know, released on that, on that uh, press release. But I'm I'm interested to see what's what sort of direction it, it takes because uh, if he, ha if I mean, he's obviously directed comedies. So, and I'm a big fan of the Monster Squad, but. Uh, from the 80s. So I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping it'll be uh, a darker tone than the Monster Squad, but still, I think the guy's got some some chops in uh, the directing and writing field. I mean, these are historic characters in movies. We, we're all horror fans. You, like I said, you had me an original story, and mm -hmm. it sounds good. Yeah. And I don't think that uh, horror and comedy are mutually exclusive. Uh, you can have a, mm -hmm. a dark and a scary horror movie mm -hmm. while still having a decent amount of comedy in there. Cabin so. in the Woods. Exactly. So. Or when Jason put the camper in the sleeping bag. And <laughs> Return of the Living Dead. Send more cops. Send more paramedics. Lost Boys. I thought Ghostbusters had a decent two. amount yeah, of two? both. It mm -hmm. definitely leaned towards comedy, and I'm talking about the the one he did. Yeah. It leaned towards comedy, but some of those ghosts were genuinely freaky looking. You know? Well, yeah. Like, uh, they're upsetting when all the carnival people started like, uh-huh. Yeah. That and the, the, the lady. mannequin. The la no, the, the lady, yeah. In the house. Yeah. yeah. That, was, the, me. that was pretty messed up. Yeah. That was great. So he's had his horror moments. I like the way he puts together a story, like, cautiously optimistic about what he would do in this. Yeah. Absolutely. Last man standing. All right, awesome. So, as we all know, we're all very excited about Disney Plus, and we're only going to get more excited. <laughs> like at this point, we're like, just release it already. Just, just you know, you're going to get us our money. But now they've added more, and I'm just like, oh god. Uh, Disney Plus. Okay, for, first off, Disney Plus is currently live in the Netherlands. They're doing a beta tests out there. So if you live in the Netherlands, <laughs> uh, they're doing beta testing out there. They've been doing it for at least a week or two uh, from what I read earlier. Didn't put down in my notes, but uh, Disney Plus is live in the Netherlands. So they're doing the beta tests. Uh, and anything between then and now could obviously change for the U.S. Uh, launch November 12th of this year. But there's been some screenshots of the, of the interface, how everything's working, how everything looks. Uh, but there is something that might catch a lot of the eyes of a lot of 90s kids. People just grew up in the 90s. Currently, in this beta, they have the X-Men animated series, Spider-Man the animated series. All these are from the 90s. Iron Man from 1994, Incredible Hulk. Uh, and they're saying there are other Marvel cartoons such as Fantastic Four, Silver Surfer, Spider-Woman from 1979. Spider-Man from 1981 will also be available, though it may vary by region. Uh, but now, okay, so, like, Marvel, the, the X-Men, I know it's been on Hulu before. I don't know if it's still on there. Spider-Man, I know it was on Hulu briefly, but you cannot find either one of these on DVDs or Blu-rays unless they're, like, from... Well, it's going to be returning. So, some, you know, country that ripped them off and put them on DVDs for you. But these are not easily available. And now that they're going to be part of this five ninety nine packet... It's just like I I'm never leaving my couch. I can watch all of the the Disney Channel original movies. 
I can watch all the shows. I can watch all the Simpsons. And now I've got X-Men and Spider-Man from the 90s. Like, some of the best cartoons that were out there. Do we know if this is going to be a commercial-free network? I don't know. Because if I've, it's going to be commercial-free, be. because if it's going to be commercial-free, I don't know when I'm going to find time to shower and go to work. Well, right? They, they make shower curtains so you can put your phones in there. Yeah. On oh, the outside? Yeah. They do. I, okay, totally, I totally have one. Oh, yeah, my phone is waterproof. No, you so put it on the outside set. of the shower. No, I'm saying mine is waterproof now, so I won't have to worry about there it. There you go. <laughs> uh, so another thing also is if you are a Disney Movie Club member, there are currently, if you, you might have gotten an email already. If not, you should probably be getting one soon. Uh, if you prepay up to three, you get $40 off the entire thing if you prepay up to three years of Disney Plus or $20 off if you prepay for two years. So basically for the... Um, $40 off, you're basically getting, what is it, one, two, four months free. And if you do, no, what am I doing? One, two, three, four, you're eight months free. Math. Yeah. Math, eight, eight months free, or you can get four months free. So that's phenomenal. Um, so at the two year Disney subscription with $20 off, it's going to be 119 plus tax, depending where you live. And then for the three years, it's going to be 169 plus tax, of course. Uh, and it's not the same discount that D23 members got, which was like the three years for like less than like $3 a, a month. To hell with those people. Um, but uh, this offer is going to be available until October 7th of this year. Uh, so yeah, just keep an eye for those emails if you are a Disney Club movie club member. But yeah, I mean, I'm already throwing my money at them. They're just, at this point, they're just like... Putting like the meat in front of me, just like just give me up, just just let me watch it all. I think the biggest rumor of uh, Haley Steinfeld is possibly going to be Kate Bishop. Yeah. Like, I, I've, <laughs> I've been a big fan of her work since True Grit. So, yeah. She oh, she was so in True good. Grit. I know. I, I, like... She was so good, and I was like, that girl is going to be go far. And then she and was course, in uh, Pitch Perfect 2 after that. Well, she was, was really was good in that so good. too. And then Spider Man. And then oh Spider-Man. yeah. Spider Man. Yeah. And that uh, movie about the Hornets. You know there's a bootleg movie called Hornet based Are off you of serious? Hornet. Yes. Oh my Made God. by the Asylum. I almost game. watched it just as like to live review it. But, nope. Uh, Don't give Asylum your All movie. I can say about the, the X-Men. It was less than 30 seconds. It was less than 30 seconds. Also, y'all beat not so. 30 seconds, but it wasn't recognizable enough for us to be concerned about it. They had like a pilot episode of the X Men way back in the 80s, so I was so happy. I love the old X Men cartoon. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was the shout out, Joseph. I hope you appreciated that. So, a little bitty. I used to watch that cartoon, and then, because I'm sorry to say this, Bryce, but when I was a kid, when I was a kid, I would. I would watch the X-Men cartoon as soon as it was over, Star Trek would come on, and because I didn't grow up with Star Trek, I would turn off the TV and walk away. <laughs> I, I, I was a that kid. Was, that was an unnecessary uh, revealing fact about your childhood. But <laughs> and, and we, anyway, we Ricardo. don't have to move to get Disney Plus. We just need to tell our phones that they're in a different place. I actually That's already have a lockdown on how to do that. If you need. Oh. Why is that, Cat? Nothing to do with Pokemon. Don't, no, no, no. <laughs> no. Did y'all know that Netflix has episodes of Common Rider? All of them? 
So I just need to tell my phone that it's somewhere else. I will tell you that legitimately I was confused. I didn't know how much this was genuinely happening until I took my my um, my tablet device to Korea. And then all of a sudden Brooklyn Nine-Nine was on Netflix and I was all excited. Nine -Nine. I was watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine Archer and then we went to Tokyo and then Brooklyn Nine-Nine wasn't available there, but Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt had the second season out, which wasn't available in Korea yet, even between the countries. It's crazy. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, hopefully hopefully the U.S. is one of those that gets this. I'm most likely just because it is the U.S., but some of this stuff might be by region, so and they might just like switch it around, like you know, like you get it for six months, and then they get it for six months, and just yeah. Do we have a date? November twelfth is the drop date for yeah. Disney Plus. Okay. Um, Yahoo, just yep. that off. Yep, and a lot oh, of yeah, stuff yeah. is gonna be. Why aren't we deleting? Here? Available right away. Why is it deleting? Why not? Same company. More money. Remember, Disney owns same. like over 50% of Hulu. Exactly. So isn't most of the stuff on Hulu going to be on Disney Plus anyway? Kind of. Uh, no, I mean, if we already have Hulu, then it's just a $5 add-on. Right, but isn't it $6 total anyway? So why no, would I if you, if you, you no, they, they're doing a package thing where if it's it's Hulu, Disney Plus, and ESPN all together for like Ten ninety nine, nine ninety nine, ten ninety nine, something like that. Yeah, I do a show yeah, on Thursday nights, so yes, clearly yeah. I don't care about but sports. But I could just do Disney I mean, for six dollars and then not have Hulu or ASPS. Yeah, Hulu is probably still going to matter. How many times have you clicked on something in Hulu and have been like, "Do you want to add on stars?" It's going to be like that. But I mean, I mean, with ESPN though, I mean, with ESPN though, they started the they've started to like. air a lot of esports. Like. So yeah, but you can also get those on where they're normally on. See, I got the Twitch All Access Pass so that I don't have to watch commercials for oh, my yeah, eSports. matter. I still have to it miss it on Thursday matter. night, to Jason's point, but here we well, are. Here's I mean, where I got to say the same thing about eSports. Interrupt y'all because, you know, now's the part. It's the subject of this show. Where we talk about the bad guys. <laughs> because you can't have heroes without a bad guy. Or, you know, these days you actually know that there's the line's been the line's been born. So, well, we could talk about some of our favorites out there. And mine's the best. I should probably go. Last <laughs> no, you have to go first because I we are... go, okay. Then I will go. We want to go worst to last, so you got to go first. Oh, that's not even <laughs> um, probably not the best depicted in his last on-screen performance. Oh no, it was perfectly depicted perfect. in the last. But my favorite villain is Doctor Doom. I'm sorry. Oh, why am I apologizing? Doctor Doom is Doctor Doom wouldn't apologize. He's a, he he has knowledgeable technology, the mystical arts. He has a country, and the man has a castle. The man has a castle. He's extremely smart. The only thing that defeats Doom sometimes is well hubris. But is that not the bane of all villains out there? Nope. Unless. You can I at least finish before y'all just start cutting down Doom? Hubris when Doom comes on the scene, it is a big problem for everybody. But uh, there's times that Doom has done the right thing, mainly because it would interfere with his whole ruling everything. So, he, you know, nope, nope, I have to rule everything. He's wielded the Infinity Gauntlet. He's taken the power of Cosmic. I honestly don't see why Doom has not defeated most of the Marvel Universe and stayed on top. Granted, one of the when he created War World. Okay, 
the greatest thing Doctor Doom did was merging all of the universes, so Marvel stopped being a problem in the comics with its different, <laughs> different realities. So if we're going to give him credit for anything, let's give him that. Though he kind of ruled everything and then lost it. Still, damn. So, yeah. So he's cool because he's smart and he has stuff? I'm just saying, if there was a villain that was going to rule over my everyday life, I mean, you have to be doomed for me. I mean, okay, you, you also kind of—that's how you define best villain—is who you would want no, to I'm live under. Get, no, <laughs> I'm just saying that if, if there was anybody, like the people in that area, they're not doing too badly. Okay, granted, you better not say anything bad against the ruling party or a doom bot will show Wait, up what does that sound like? You that sounds just like described Putin exactly. Putin. I mean, that, 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 I mean, that kind of sounds like North Korea. Smart. It's You're not afraid that of bad things, under him. He is super rich and has a castle. Rich and has a castle. Owns a country, and no, it's not that bad for Doom you as long Doom. as you don't okay. talk bad about it. When Doom comes on the scene, though, as a villain, it is a big problem. Multiple heroes have to come together so to beat Doctor Doom. And of course, yes, at the end, he might be shaking his fist going, damn you, Richards! And Squirrel Girl did defeat him one time. I cannot forget that. And Luke Cage said, where's my money, bitch? So, Bitch, where's my money? Okay, bitch, I mean, he, you, said, you, he said, where's my money, honey? But we all know what Jack Kirby also, meant. We <laughs> all know what Jack Kirby <laughs> meant. Let's keep it 100. He toots as he pleases. You see the, the picture? Someone's trying to punch him. He goes, don't like, toot he, the horn. He, he goes, I toot as I please. It's Namor. Doctor Doom is one of the Namor. greatest villains, if not the greatest villain. Okay. I don't care like who y'all are gonna put up. Right. Doctor Doom is the best. He will eliminate anybody that dares to be a better villain than him. Okay, but you also like everything you were describing for Doctor Doom. I could take out Doctor Doom's name and just put in Lex Luthor. No, Ooh. Lex Luthor is not a master of the mystic arts either. That's a good point. And he does he's not rule. He was president of the United States. But he does not rule that area. Doctor Doom rules a whole nation. Yeah. A What's sovereign it? nation, too. Like, you don't mess with Latveria. The United no. States sovereign nation? Sorry. <laughs> I didn't say that. A sovereign nation. Latveria. Is the United States not a sovereign nation? Yes. It's surely he was not he ruled it. Fair enough. If you're president, sure, there was then, yeah, you're checks, ruling over there's checks and balances. he got booted out of office. And you know, eventually... You, don't try to impeach Superman Dr. Doom. Him. <laughs> go, go try to impeach Dr. Doom. Doom has heard your, your cries. And... <laughs> Man, that's there a, is no that's impeachment a, process. That's a very Fair King Jong-un thing to do. <laughs> and also, no one goes after him. The man rules the entire nation. Does anybody go like looking for trouble in Latveria? Usually they do, and it's usually bad for him. So... I'd say he he has held on. He has found a measure of power and held on to it the longest of all the villains in the Marvel Universe. All right. So best guy out there, Doom. He went and got his mama's soul from Mephisto. Was able to defeat Mephisto. Okay, that was better. Yeah, that was a great this... graphic novel with Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Written Juan... by Roger Stern. Sorry. Who's coming at me? Who's coming? Uh, Doom. I mean, Juan Gutierrez said Doom. He crosses the street, I will not stop the car. And you will oh. not! You think a puny car will stop Doom? Oh god, I'm talking to the third person. No, no, yeah. no, no. He's saying that the he won't stop the car, he'll just go ahead and hit Doom with the car. That will do nothing except get you killed. 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You don't think Vista Fantastic Maybe if they hit him with a fire hydrant water, with water from a fire hydrant. You don't think Ben Grimm has ever thrown a car at Doctor Doom? He's done it multiple times. It has not worked out. So maybe the more important question that hasn't been asked is, how long have you had a fetish with men who have scars on their faces who are clad in armor? He doesn't have scars anymore. Welcome, Darth Vader. <laughs> uh, I mean, Jason's uh, new fetish. Damn you, Richards. <laughs> no. Now, now, granted, dude was crazy. I will, there was some mental instability there. Granted, I mean, you kind of have to be sexy. mentally unstable <laughs> yeah. to be a villain. Huh? To, you have to be mentally unstable to a degree to be a villain. But he's mentally unstable and does all the stuff I mentioned. Well, yeah, I mean, a lot of villains do. He's like cool Luther. the Infinity Gauntlet. Which. Granted, in the comic so, universe, it happens. So he got so, a little often. bobble that got him, gave him powers. So didn't <laughs> come on, oh, that's come awesome. at me. I will, tell you, I will keep telling you, but our producer's saying hurry up and move on to the next person. So. Go ahead, Kat. Is it me? Yeah. I just don't know if I can follow that up. You can, <laughs> you can give it up. Though. Okay, so let's talk about a court jester who went insane and decided he was going to be not a president, a god. And it's Kefka Palazzo, Palazzo from Final Fantasy VI. This man is insane. He is cray cray. He's just, he has his own movement in the most beautiful symphonic like overlays I've ever heard. <laughs> and there's a whole like university breakdown of what each one means. He goes crazier as he gets more power. And then he takes a different form entirely in his ascension to goddom. And he's your final villain in spoilers, I guess. Final Fantasy VI. He he looks like a court jester kind Did of. Did you give a spoiler warning for Final Fantasy VI? <laughs> <laughs> I'm considerate. 25? Oh my god. He pronounced himself the god of magic and he's just insane. He's he's got powers lots of powers he's you don't know what he wants really but he gets more powerful as he figures it out as his normal like psyche breaks down he gains more power and he's just one of my favorite villains of all time except he had real powers so he's an army <laughs> general he's in other ones like he was in Dissidia, final fantasy he had a creepy laugh and a character that creeped us out with only like 10 pixels worth of anything yeah. just sitting there going <laughs> <laughs> and it was creepy. I think he wins. I think he gets maybe one detractor for the insult son of a submariner. But I think that's the only one I got. He's an amazing, amazing, amazing villain. They also brought him back into Final Fantasy XIV as a boss for one of one of the dungeons. I don't remember which one, or it could have been a raid. Don't mm, don't quote yeah. me. I'm still new to this game, but he's one of the hardest ones. But he's also one of the most popular because his dungeon, according to everyone, like the run is actually fun to do, and the music is a kind of a newer version of his original music. So like mad respect from Final Fantasy creators for him yeah. as well. Yeah. Oh wow, the scene where he uh, had his soldiers dust off his boots in the middle of the desert yeah. was ad-libbed. 
Oh, nice. by somebody who's trying to get into his head. It's a very memorable scene. It is. Uh, the, yeah, he was just trying to get into his head. He, uh, and then from that, his personality grew from then onward. That's why his castle was so weird and yeah. inconsistent. He's been described that. as powerful and manipulative. Um, yeah, sarcastic and one line. He's a nihilistic villain, and those are one of my favorite categories. He definitely had the biggest rise to power from court jester to, you know, god-level evil. Yeah. He it, does get taken down by a bunch of dumbasses, but it's only because I'm playing them, and I'm <laughs> pretty bad at video games. I am spread out amongst these guys. He has, like, Tara, whose defining characteristic is question marks and ellipses. Like, sure. just, huh? And I love her for it. Yeah. She's real stupid. But he's just real weird. I he don't is. know. He's been compared to the Joker a lot. I can see cat, Including on my t-shirt. It's hard to see from there, but this is a Kepka Joker mashup. I can understand I why, because you've got the crazy and you've oh. got the Jester theme going on, so. There, you go. there we go. Yeah. Oh, that's so awesome. Everything. I moved to the cup. You guys can see it now. Anyway. I love the Kill and Joke mashup. It's so great. Bryce, who'd you bring sticking, to the table? Well, yeah, sticking with the theme of being thirsty for power, let's talk about... Instead of thirsty for Dr. Doom. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that was at you. I'm going to ignore that. <laughs> uh-huh. we're, just, we're, we're learning more about Jason tonight and his personal... His kinks. Daddy yeah, issues. His personal <laughs> preferences. <laughs> we're not here to kink shame. <laughs> Maybe he's, it's just the one I want to aspire to be. He doesn't like spam, but we know he likes ironclad men. Mm-hmm. And what do you like, Bryce? Who do Please you think is the best like villain? <laughs> Who do I think is the best villain? Well, by far, the best villain in all of history. It took some. It took some uh, men with serious bravado and smarts to take down this guy. Don't shake your head now. Just go with it. Help, help me, help me, help me yeah. convince no, the no. crowd here. No, the guy who was genetically bred a Superman and, uh, in, the, in the late 20th century who rose to power in the 22nd century uh, decided he wanted to rule Earth. He was from India, and that didn't work out too well when he was overthrown, and... He and a, a bunch of his followers, maybe a dozen or so, had to flee Earth in the SS Botany Bay. And uh, it was a sleeper ship. And that's when our intrepid crew of the USS Enterprise in the 23rd century found Khan Noonien Singh. Uh, and Khan didn't like uh, being asleep, disturbed by Kirk and his and his crew. Did not care, care for that. No. No, not so much. Not so much. He and he and James T didn't get along too much too well. Uh, so my my thing about uh, Ricardo Montalban's performance from Space Seed to Trek to the Wrath of Khan, this guy had not only a robust physical mm-hmm. you know, commanding performance the, the guy the guy was 
magnetic on on, yeah. on screen. I mean, th this guy had a lot of screen credits by the time he played in Wrath of Khan and even probably by Spacey. But, uh, you know, any guy who can play a lovable fantasy island, fantasy uh, giver of fantasies, you know, on, on, <laughs> on, on television and then play a bad guy like he did. You're he basically course, played Captain Ahab. You're, of course, referring to Spy Kids 4. Yes. In 4D smell-o-vision. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The grandfather, yeah. correct? Yeah, something like that, yeah. I remember seeing that, yeah. yeah. One of his last roles. Uh, yeah. So, when when Khan took over the USS Reliant and the Wrath of Khan, my brain melted in that movie theater. And I was so excited as a kid watching that. Um, and I've seen Wrath of Khan numerous times since. That movie ranks as one of my favorites of all time. And it's, you know, you, it's, it's an action film where the lead protagonist and the lead antagonist don't even meet face to face. It's like a submarine movie. They don't, you know, their battles are in their ships. They never, they never, uh, you know, come to blows face to face, which is very different for an 80s film. So Ricardo Montalban played him originally on TOS, right? Yeah, in the Space Seed episode. Okay, and he's like ripped on here. Yeah, that's a real plastic yeah. chest. No, no, no. In Wrath of Khan? No, no, no. That is him. That is his chest. No, they, they dispelled, baby oil, they dispelled like. that rumor. People thought it was a, uh, an application. I'm sorry for the joke I made in the heads now. Yeah, that that's a real that's a real chest. That was him. The guy was physically, he was in great shape. For and how most does Benedict Cumberbatch play in all this? Not well, <laughs> not well. That was that was a role he should have turned down. No, seriously, that I mean, this this guy was uh, not not only uh, a physical match for everyone that he came across, but he was he was a. Uh, um, he was just a, a commanding leader. I mean, the ladies loved him. You know, the it was it, he was a great character through and through. Yeah, he definitely gets points for being a, a cult leader. Yeah, essentially, his his followers are absolutely blind loyalty mm -hmm. towards him, and I think he also gets points for just straight cruelty. Um, yeah, putting the I don't remember what it's called. The Seti wall, Alpha Eel. The, yeah, uh, into the ear to uh, check off here. No one likes that scene. That's real gross. Yeah, yeah. There, I can't, I can't, I can't praise uh, the men who wrote that movie and who wrote Space Seed enough. I, I, I think it's fantastic uh, film and TV to watch still. Will you remind us uh, how he gets defeated? Well, the him trying to use the Genesis device didn't work yeah, too well in Wrath of Khan. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, let's see. Yeah, he he wanted to use it, uh, and it's like I said earlier, it's a Captain Ahab revenge, you know, film, and he wants to kill Kirk in Wrath of Khan, and it didn't it didn't work out. He he wanted to. Uh, erase all of them from from existence, the Reliant and the Enterprise. This last line, though, uh, from Hell's Heart, I stab at thee for hate's sake. I spit my last breath at thee. Yeah. The, Just, I, yep. The guy, the guy had a way with 
a phrase, and he could he could certainly wear a mullet like, like nobody's business in, in the '80s in that film. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, magnetic performer, and you know what? I don't know if you've ever seen him dance, but Ricardo Montalban could dance. He could do it all. He could sing, dance, act. But Make your fantasies come true. He sure could. Yeah. He sure could. And, and wear a white suit. Let's let's give him credit. Yeah. yeah. Not every guy can pull off a white suit. And wear a morph suit. Again, it's my kids. Let me fun. Yeah. No, that's an amazing villain. Well, who have you got? Uh, I have a slightly different kind of villain, uh, more in line, I think, with cats. Uh, Bill Cipher from Gravity Falls. Uh, this is a, a triangle. <laughs> uh, he is he is quite literal. He's a yellow triangle. Um, he was voiced by Alex. What's his last name? Oh. Alex. Here. He's he was voiced by the creator of the show. Oh, Hirsch. Hirsch. Alex Hirsch. There we go. Uh, New beginning with an H. <laughs> I was in Wilson. I was like, yeah, Alex. Oh. Alex Hirsch, um, who voiced many of the characters on the show, and he's this, he's a very, he's a joyfully evil character, um, and that's one of the things I love about him. He, I don't know, he tricks, he tricks some of the most brilliant minds uh, in the world, which I love that he is, I don't that he's brilliant in and of himself, but he's also very, very, very powerful. Um, he is essentially a god in his own dimension, and his goal is essentially to become the god of our dimension. Um, like I said, uh, voiced by Alex Hirsch, doing an absolutely terrible David Lynch impression. Which is so amazing. It's just uh, perfect for the show. It's fantastic. Um, he's doing, uh, yeah, uh, an impression of David Lynch as he is seen in Twin Peaks. Uh, Gravity Falls is kind of a parody of Twin Peaks, and so only it's, it's good, only not it's good, sexist. and not horrendously sexist. Um, so he he is extremely chaotic. He is uh, he outwits the most brilliant minds, but also is frequently defeated by some of the dumbest that you've ever seen in your life. Uh, he's hubris and nihilism extremely extremely so um he is eventually defeated and this is a little bit of a spoiler he is defeated by great sacrifice uh which is one of my favorite things about him is that you can't ultimately defeat him without doing something that breaks your entire world um but he also spends uh the last three episodes in an absolutely bonkers universe of his own design and creation and his one and only goal is to spread chaos to spread weirdness to spread everything that is bonker balls and should i watch this show yes, yes. this is a super fun show and it's not super long it's only two seasons he traps one of the characters in her own personal like paradise for a yeah. while stuff like it's just bonker balls and he Most. also uh traps uh one of the kids outside his own body and then inhabits the kid's body for most of an episode um so he's uh he is a little bit scary uh, especially given that this is a children's cartoon on disney on disney um he is a little bit scary he is completely chaotic and he's a he's a yellow triangle that has loads and loads and loads of personality with a top hat, with a top hat. um 
points, I think, for playing the piano while singing a creepy song to J.K. Simmons. Um, <laughs> detractor for the couple of idiot ways that he does get defeated early on in the first couple of seasons. But uh, one of my favorites, but also I think just a perfect example of that absolute chaotic god kind of character um, that eventually gets defeated by this amazing, amazing sacrifice. That's so. not logical. That's what gets him every time. Yeah. Excellently looking up the character, I saw how he was defeated. Now I have to watch the show. You <laughs> really should. Absolutely. It is It is a super fun show. Okay. Also, I uh, wanted to. I just Kristen Shaw is amazing. Who's that? She plays Louise in Bob's Burgers. You've seen oh, her. Oh, okay. Yeah. She plays a lot of children. But, yeah. All right. Were you trying to pull the factoid of of how Khan was defeated by sacrifice from me earlier? Well, we talked about how Doctor Doom gets defeated, and yeah. we talked about he's never defeated because he's still there. Defeated. I thought it. I feel like one of the the biggest things about villains that determines whether they're a good or a bad villain is how they get defeated. You're right. You know, get lucky. Anyway, usually. Yeah. Uh, so I've got the villain. Uh, my villain is the Joker, uh, first played by Cesar Romero in the 1960s Batman, then followed by Jack Nicholson, uh, in the 1989 Batman, followed by Mark Hamill on the Mark on the Batman animated series, uh, followed then by Heath Ledger in an Oscar winning performance in the Dark Knight 2008, followed by an okay performance by Jared Leto, followed then by... Uh, soon to be another Oscar-winning performance, I believe, by Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, this character, this villain, he does things just to do them. He doesn't always plan it. Sometimes he does, sometimes he doesn't. Sometimes he just does it on a whim. All because he just wants a Batman to kill him. That Some is his goal. He is trying to push thing. Batman to the point where Batman breaks his own rule. Never really does. And in some uh, incarnations of the character. And other ones, I mean, he really is batshit crazy. Um, he has escaped Arkham multiple times. He's been allowed himself to be caught to be put into Arkham so he can just create more chaos. Um, in the uh, video games uh, Injustice, he made Superman believe he was fighting Doomsday only for Superman actually beating and killing Lois Lane and their unborn baby. That's pretty brutal and villainy to the point where Superman actually punched through Joker's chest, grabbed his spine, and ripped it out of him. Um, Joker has become Emperor Joker, so he didn't just rule a little country. He ruled the galaxy. He ruled the universe. Uh, let me see what else. He turned all the uh, super superheroes into into dogs into his pets uh let me see what else he actually okay this is more of a superhero thing but he actually fought red skull because he realized red skull was a nazi so uh there's play. that yeah oh, sorry just got a weird text um let's see what else uh he beat robin to the point of death and then blew him up with batman somewhat kind of watching uh he did that um you can't really trust him he will kill just to kill he will and they're all funny all his kills are funny they're they're not just kills they're there's always a joke behind it 
So. You said you think that Joker's goal is to have Batman kill him? That's been part of his goals, yes. I guess one of I never got that. I, I've always thought of him as uh, someone that likes to create chaos. Well, yeah, that's not necessarily having a goal. It depends like on the in, incarnation. It, like, there's, yeah. there's one. There's, a, there's been a few where he's like, "I'm trying to make you break your one rule," which was, you know, what he said in, in, in Night. the and Dark then, Knight. And then, yeah. sorry. And then there's other versions where he's said similar things. Like, okay. in recently in in the animated movie Hush, he said, uh, "You know, are you are you are you finally gonna do it? Are you finally gonna kill me?" Just... That's just somebody who doesn't care if he dies. I don't know. Okay, so the literally the only reason Joker is still alive is because Batman doesn't have the huevos to get rid of this guy. I mean, did so the Fantastic took, Four have the huevos to the kill big, Doctor Doom? Does Doctor Doom like murder people indiscriminately, or does he have like, uh, does he want to rule and be in power? So you're saying being rule I'm saying and power? I'm saying they have the inability to kill Doom. What stops? What stops? Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, just though. Going, you know what, Joker? I'm sick of you. Today is the day, and he puts a 45 bullet through Joker's head. Hey, hey, what, hey, what, hey. You know, hey, you know how I have often? your answer. What proof do you have that it's been the same guy the whole time? Okay. Has he been caught and put behind bars for murder? Yeah. Okay. Do do, do they have the death penalty in Gotham City? No, no. obviously not. Joker what? is a problem that people just refuse to acknowledge and address. What proves this? that it's the same dude the whole time? You know how many how times Joker has died only to come back killed. and live? Okay, then, then allow me to make this motion for the electric chair. Next. Next. Your problem with the Joker is that he's mortal? No, the problem I have with the Joker is he's clearly just a murderer. He just wants so chaos. So is Lex Luthor the Lex Punisher? Lex Luthor desires power. The Punisher, the Punisher is no hero. Kingpin. No, I'll, I'll admit the Punisher is no hero at all. But he does Harley what Quinn, needs to be. The I'm, Huntress. Well, let's don't bring Any this whataboutism in here. Of, of, but your problem with the Joker, my problem, is that he could die. No, my problem with the Joker is that no one seems to just want to take care of the the problem. They, Joker is a Joker is an easily solvable problem that just doesn't get solved for some reason. I'm so sorry, he can't be villains. I'm not saying that every villain needs to be. Some just are robbing a bank. I, I, will, I will tell you this, though. I mean, Joker has never been defeated by a fire hydrant and fire. But Batman, just so he can continue playing his game of, I'm the Batman, and I won't kill you. But I'll beat your ass and throw you in Arkham till you eventually get out and we play this game all over again. Your I'm problem just saying is that, that Batman won't kill him. Yes. Actually, that is my problem. That is true. Of ninety percent of superheroes out there, what happened? The fences are just murder everybody. I'm not saying murder everybody in the street. do that. The Joker has killed hundreds of people. How many has Doctor Doom so killed? Is the trickster. For nothing though, he's just just no for laughs. Not for nothing for laughs. That is a sadistic person who's behind. Exactly, that's just, villain. The Joker is a joke. Yes, that, that that's, that's, that's the point. And. He would meet up with Frank Castle exactly one time. Even in the crossover comic that Batman had with the Punisher, he stopped the Punisher from killing. Just turn your head for a second, Bruce. Go play with the Riddler or something. All right, let me ask you this. How come no one's killed Dr. Doom? Because they can't. They can't. Yeah. Doom has been defeated only to return and 
or find or he has a backdoor plan to get out of it and come back and get him again. The Joker, he just gets put in handcuffs. <laughs> I'll get you next time, Batman. The, and he does. The whole, the whole thing with the Joker is that if Batman killed him, he in essence becomes the Joker. No, he doesn't. Yes, he, he, does. Does. he does. That was proved in the Killing Joke. I'm sorry. No, that was absolutely it doesn't. Proved. Does a does a police officer that shoots a murderer become that become a murderer? Indiscriminately, no. yeah. The number of murderers are still the same. Okay, but they're not gonna go okay, out. okay. The Joker could easily be taken out. So could lots of villains. But he could this just, isn't about other villains, it's about the Joker. He could just pop up again. You don't know that it's not been that we're not on Joker number seven. Okay. You don't know. Nobody Rick, knows his backstory. Nobody knows. That's the whole thing. This is my problem with Batman as well, because they need to keep playing this little game. Until they grow old or something. Secretly, I mean, same, okay, other, you can say like, the same hey, thing about Doom. Break, hey, Batman's texting Joker at 3 a.m. In, in, in Arkham. Hey, you up? You can say the same thing mayhem? about Doom, saying, you know, he's going to get defeated, so why even the, try for power? Do you want the honest answer? What? Do you want the next comic book? That's true with any villain. That's How why do we... he doesn't kill the Joker. Do you want the next comic book? You do. How do we know Doom hasn't been disposed of and in one of his Doom boxes not could taken be. charge? Could be, but Doom's actually been in Doom 2099. But this isn't a comparison to Doom. It's just how lame the Joker is. Well, no, this me, is a okay. discussion on villains, so yes, it does involve Doom. And le, le, Doom. And let me remind you of something. When Joker died in in the in Batman Beyond, like during the Bat Return of the Joker, he put his conscience in a little microchip. That he then implanted into he had chip. a backdoor plan. I'll yeah, admit. and he came back many years later. And when he came back, the entire city was like, "Oh my God, it's Joker again!" If Doom comes, I'm like, "Oh, it's Doom." Fantastic Four, go do your thing. Out of Tim Drake's hand. Who also, thank you, Tim Drake, for doing what Batman couldn't do. So your problem with Batman? But is Tim Drake was also influenced compass? by Joker. I'm so. not saying Batman has to kill all of his villains. I'm just saying you this one is the worst. Just making an exception. Be just an exception. Yeah. Just one one bad day, it's never, right? It's one never bad work. day. And then move on. It's, it's never it's not fine. worked out for anybody. It's fine to have a personal moral Instead, compass. he'll just have the conscience of all the other people that Joker's killed because you don't have well, the stones. The Joker and Deathstroke and Deadshot and Huntress. You can't and... kill Deathstroke. That's the thing. Why not? Because Deathstroke can handle himself in a fight. If you go out looking for Deathstroke... He did get beat by Damian Wayne. Yeah. Deathstroke's been defeated lots of times. And, and, and at least he wasn't Team defeated. He wasn't. De times. I mean, Deathstroke is a mercenary. He has standards. I mean, Jim got beat no, by Squirrel. That's the whole point of being mercenary. Your whole problem is that standards should be thrown out the window if this inconvenient guy pops up enough. That's yeah. what you were just arguing on the side of. Yeah. Joker has killed thousands of people. Put Joker in the ground. Then that was dead shot. Joke's over. Try Cora, it, so wait, so wait, because he's such a murderer, he's killed so many people, he's not a good villain? I mean, don't villains kill? Yeah. But with reason sometimes. Oh, you just don't like anarchy. And that's what he's all about. He like oh, you don't like anarchy. Are you not a restore of anarchy? There we go. <laughs> you don't. Okay. You're right. We should trust our government. Shave his green hair, put a sponge on his head. Get oh, right. never mind. You just don't like anarchy. That's whatever. Cora, go for it. Man, 
Mine feels really lame now because no one's gonna argue. <laughs> no. no one's gonna argue about mine. It's fine. We, we, we can be the GRPGs that no one argues with. So mine is also. I'm just gonna throw a spoiler out there for anyone that actually wanted to play Suikoden in the world. All three of you. I'm going to eventually. <laughs> one day. Well, here's a spoiler for the third one. So in the third one, we are you know a th- common theme is characters that resurface throughout the games. And there's one character that is in all three of these, and he's always been on your side, in the, at least in the first two. In the third one, he becomes your main antagonist, and that is Luck, L-U-C. Um, he is the bearer of the true wind rune, which are, true runes are, like, extremely powerful magic. Like, he blew an entire army into another country. Oh wow! Nice. That was incredible, and a little terrifying. Wait, what's the motivation behind the heel turn? The motivation is he has been seeing visions, and his moral compass is kind of switched. The visions he sees are of a world that is just barren and dead, and his thought process is the true runes, the true elemental runes, are the reason. So his whole thing is that he wants to gather all five of the true runes of the elements so fire air water lightning oh i forgot what the fifth one was fire water fire water earth earth, thank you and earth and he wants to take them to the sacred to a sacred pedestal and destroy himself and in the process destroy the five runes because if those runes are gone then chaos can't happen the balance will in his mind be shifted back now, one thing that is important is normally, if you already have a true rune, you cannot wield another. Using ancient magic that he learned illegally, I believe it was illegally, I think it was also just magical that he could do it anyway, he stole a rune from his twin brother so that he could have two, and was able to steal all five. He gets taken down by the hero who is known as the Firebringer, and... He's left to die in the um, crumbling remains of the temple that he tried to use to destroy the world. Or not destroy the world, but save the world, as far as he is concerned. That's cold, yeah? Yeah. That's dope. How do we know he wasn't right? That's legit. We don't. That's the thing. The next game was a game that takes place in the past, yes, in like a hundred years in the past before even the first game happened. And then the next game was flung far into the future. So we don't know if he was right or wrong, but what we do know is that he did not succeed, unfortunately. Whoops. But he he almost did. And there, there's a lot of like intricacies with it. And you can, it's something that I loved because you don't know it's him. He's known just as the masked bishop because he's a bishop for, the, for a country that he's from to kind of hide himself so he can like maneuver around and try to figure out how to take the runes in the first two games that he appears you know at first he shows up and he's kind of a brat but he's not terrible he's just kind of brash and and doesn't want to talk to you in the second game he gets more dialogue and you see that he's starting to become jaded but you don't understand why like he his asshole level got turned up and he's just very dismissive he's having to fight in another war and he's seeing all of this destruction and unbeknownst to the player he's having these visions third game rolls around it's like i think 
10 or 15 years um, flung into the future from the second game. And he's already done, like, he's already gotten the bishop position and he's already started his plot. And it, it's a huge deal when it's revealed because he had to betray, like, the seer and knower of the future, who was his master, in order to do this. And it, it it's insane. There's so, so many intricacies to this. The third one was the last one, right? No. The third one, the last one that we've had in the main story was Suikoden 5, but in terms of like chronological, Thought 3 was the last. So, what okay, the next one, all that stuff starts happening. Everybody's there like, we, we defeated him years ago. Boy, good thing. Cool. Oh, he was right. <laughs> Just, That's exactly I mean, where I would go if I was whiteboarding it. Plot like, twist. There are, there are two characters that um, one is considered, one is a villain and one is a hero. Um, it's said when they fight, the armageddon will happen and they haven't met in person yet like they haven't so death and destruction are probably on the way but we don't know that's kind of the sad thing with totally the series but we do know that he was thwarted and his plan did not come to fruition but he was so determined that he was right and that his cause was the just cause that he was going to destroy an entire village of innocent people just to get the fire rune. That's dope. Because it was rumored, Don't kill rumored people. that it was there. Like Magneto. So I mean, he, vision quests yeah. are like yeah. totally legit bad guys. Uh, I'm on a mission, bad guys. Mm-hmm. They're the best. Yes. That's super dope. I need to play these games so bad. Also, ju- not to, to brag or anything, but even with just the wind room, he could destroy Doctor Doom. Ooh. I mean, get him. He flung an entire army into another country. Doom created a universe. Okay. Yeah, but it kind That's of sucked. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's the one that we currently I mean, reside in in comics, so yeah, no, it yeah, doesn't. It kind of kind of sucks. It's what? just like Legos. Like I created universes. You want to look at the present Legos? Yeah, this is the best oh, timeline. Oh, oh, oh. You're right. I'm in the comic bad. universe, okay? Oh, okay. <laughs> this one, this one does this. This vein of reality does kind of looks a little bleak. Maggie also, right. let's um, be honest. <laughs> the average citizen in the Marvel universe has a terrible life. If we're being honest, yeah. Because they have insurance premiums through the roof. Yeah, like their property gets destroyed. and The government doesn't pay for it. <laughs> anyway, oh, I'm sorry, you don't have thing insurance. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, oh. like you don't have you super insurance. Like, did yeah. you get Spider-Man's Rogues Gallery? You really should have gotten it. Oh. The Rhino's really problematic this time of the year. <laughs> I wanted to shout out with no comments a couple other villains that I love. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Gustavo Fring. Played by Juan Carlos yep. Esposito in Breaking Bad. Oh, yeah, yeah. Darth Vader. Yes. Zerl Jones and David Prowse. Never ending story had nothing. It's the most terrifying thing to the this day. The he had a henchman, but like the nothing was worse. Okay. Uh, Regina George. From yes. Yes. Best uh, Scar. Played by yeah. Jeremy Irons. Also Jafar and Ursula yeah. and all those. They had golden villains for a time. And Moriarty. Played by Andrew Scott in the Absolutely. TV show. Sure, I, I got I got a few real quick. Uh, the Daleks, yeah, Doctor Who, the, yeah. the and the Cyberman, um, Aaron Burr. That was one of mine. <laughs> and then uh, my absolute favorite, my other favorite one, uh, uh, Ric Flair, one of the best villains in all of wrestling. 
Alright, I have no add-ons because we gotta end the show at some point. Guys, thank you for joining us out there. We will be back next week. Of course, you can find us over at youtube.com slash Live. Like this video and subscribe. You can also find us in audio form on iTunes and uh, Google Play. Play. And Podbean if you just want to go over there and subscribe. But if you want to follow us individually, you can follow me at JasonTheX on Instagram and Twitter. You can find me at BetterCat on Instagram and usually at Doe Drawings on Twitter where we're drawing cartoons of awful, awful cartoons of things that casters say. Uh, you can find me at Bryce Culver on Facebook and Instagram. And also I have an Instagram toy page called Trapdoor Toys. And for my uh, special mention for Bill and I Love, it would be Judge Doom from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Oh, Ooh, that's a good that's one. That's a good that's one. Amazing. That's a scary one. Uh, you can find me Instagram, Twitter, cast underscore Bradley. Uh, my villain shout out is Snidely Whiplash. One of the best cosplays I've ever seen was her doing Snidely Whiplash. Uh, you can find me on Instagram under nerdyrick89. Uh, and you can also find me every Wednesday at uh, Super Cool Nerd Nation. Uh, this past week, uh, it was uh, my friend Dana. And then next week, I've got a really awesome couple that's going to be on, on there. So keep an eye out for that. Oh, is it me now? Yep. Is it me now? Um, you can find me on Instagram at Corodono, K-O-R-O-D-O-N-O, -O -O, um, where I post artwork and cosplay-related things. Or you can follow me on Twitter, where I will scream into the void about Suikoden forever, at Hawk's Perch. And my villain shout-out would have to be another Suikoden villain, Luca Blight, because dear God, that that battle was awful, terrible. He's terrifying. And of course, you can catch our other shows, Alternate Heads, Anime TV, and this weekend we're back playing some D and D on the Twitch channel, two p.m. Make sure you're there for that. Otherwise, I think we got it all, guys. So as we always say around here, keep, keep on, on nerding, 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 nerding. Magneto was right. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> All right, that is our show. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to check out the live video version of this podcast, you can find it on Facebook and YouTube at SCNS Live. And if you want to join the SCNS Live community, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all at SCNS Live. Thank you for listening and have an amazing week. Nail it.